joy is the fruit of a mutual mind state with God. When we are thinking what God is thinking, when we're sharing things with God, we have joy. Jesus talked about this in John 17, 13. This is the, the Last Supper. One of the last things he says to his disciples before he leaves, and he's actually praying for them, and he says, I am coming to you now, speaking to God the Father. But I say these things while I'm still in the world, so that they may have full measure of my joy within them. So when Jesus left, the things that he wanted to make sure he left behind to you in his sort of final will and testament uh, of his operations in the world is that you should be people filled with joy. Joy, as far as your brain is concerned, means we are glad to be together. There are no barriers between us. So when it says, Jesus, for the joy set before him, endured the cross, it means that Jesus, so that there would be no barriers between you and I, endured the cross, despising the shame. He thought nothing of that. If I could be with you forever... This cross is going to be nothing to me because I want to be with you that bad. That's what joy is about. When we feel God's desire to be with us, then there is joy in whatever situation. Jesus says, that's what I want you to have, and not just a tiny bit, but a full measure. I want you to get everything your little bitty brain can take of this kind of joy. Uh, in John sixteen thirty four, he says, Up until now you've asked for nothing in my name, Ask and you will receive that your joy might be complete. That word for complete is actually the same thing as full measure. Telios, it's like the whole, the whole thing, right? So here's this thing. Why do we pray? So that we'll have joy in full measure. Now, one of the reasons that I as a teenager despaired of the church was that it wasn't a very happy place. I can't speak of this church because I've never been here before. So... I, and nobody came telling me stories about you, so I'm not trying to step on anybody's tail. I hope there's a place that's full of joy. But I've been to a lot of prayer meetings in my day, and I didn't see the joy there, in fact. Uh, they weren't particularly joyful places. And, and, but that's what's supposed to happen when you're talking with God, that you're supposed to have shalom. Everything's supposed to make sense when you're done. And you're supposed to be full of joy, and the joy comes because I can now see the situation the way that God sees it, and I can see that he's here with me. I mean, really, if you want to think about why we're unhappy, it's because we feel pretty little, and we've got a big problem we don't know how to solve. So let's talk about Moses and the Red Sea. You most, most of you know that story, right? Moses takes the people out of Egypt. Now all the chariots, everybody of Egypt's coming to, to chase you, and you're up against the Red Sea. You can't go anywhere. And this is a, uh, as the uh, movies would say, that's another fine mess you've gotten us into. Right? From a human perspective, this looks bad. But now we want to see how God sees it. And when you see how God sees it, it's going to be a great story. We have shalom, we have peace. We can say, boy, here's a spot I'm really glad to have God with me. And, and we are actually his messengers in the world, so don't be surprised if he keeps putting you between Pharaoh and the Red Sea because he wants you to be the one who says, this is just the kind of mess you want to see what God sees.